Laude Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Anne Kadu. Welcome back to Loud It Podcast. <laughs> I actually don't know what episode this is, but we'll just roll with it. This week, oh, finally, 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 Love Island actually got good. Finally, it's, finally it's okay. <laughs> We've actually got back to the Love Island of in the past and I'm I am happy so yeah I'm just I'm just happy at this point and you know what actually let me reel it back I'd even introduce myself I'm Ned and Sir if you're a new listener and even before I get to the the Love Island piece how, how are you doing <laughs> I'm only doing that voice because I'm about to talk about Wendy Miss Wendy Williams herself why do you people still watch her because i don't i just came across a random clip on twitter and i was just like oh yeah wendy i forgot she was still relevant i I don't even know i don't understand why people are still really listening to her her bs but uh same time people are probably like me and just enjoy listening to tea but i just saw a clip and it was Wendy doing as Wendy does and she was talking about Kim Cattrall's brother. Do you remember Kim Cattrall? Um, she was one of the ladies on Sex... Yeah, in Sex and the City, right? Yeah, so that's Kim. But her brother must have died. And the way Wendy spoke on it was just so... so blasé, so nonchalant and very... to me, quite rude. I mean, someone's died if at some point you're going to show respect in this life it should be at someone's death at least at least bare minimum and yeah I don't know I don't really know I I don't know why people are still watching that woman she's just she's confused generally in life she's always given some wayward advice I know all her relationship advice that I used to see like clips off off of Twitter once again and she'll just be telling women don't do this, don't do that, do this, do that but all based on her very toxic, openly public relationship. So yeah, I don't know. I'm not really not really a fan of hers at all. So that's why I said, How y'all doing? <laughs> Um, okay, the other thing I wanted to just touch or shed light on, because realistically, I just want to talk about Love Island for a bit, but I also wanted to talk just very briefly on, you know, I I realised this week, uh, it's actually my first day of work in my new job, and, oh, I love it, <laughs> I think it's a bit of me, <laughs> It's just all the things I was, I think I said this in a previous podcast, but all the things I was asking for on paper, I've got it and more. So I love this for me. Let's just hope I remain on this high. And yeah, I just, the only thing I want in this life when it comes to a job and me 
is just I'm I'm great at the job. I just pray that I'm I'm a natural <laughs> and I'm really good at it and I can actually have a work life balance and it's just all good and people are just always surprised at how good I am. <laughs> when they see my work they're like, "Wow." every single time. That's what I want. Okay? I don't want a hard job. I don't want to be challenged too much. Yeah, like challenges here and there, but I want it to be like okay, it's a challenge, but I've overcome it within two seconds <laughs> and my work is just phenomenal phenomenal sorry I had a <laughs> I had a Caribbean tune I don't know if it's a Trini tune but it just came into my head phenomenal I was just thinking in terms of workspace and I just feel that I'm living a very very different life to a lot of people that I am meeting more recently and even in the past as well I just live such a different life to some of the Londoners I'm meeting and it's crazy and it made me think because of course we're all hearing about Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk out there trying to explore space while we're still on earth and earth is still a mess so <laughs> I don't I don't know why how 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 is it that my view or even you you that are listening your view on life can be so different to someone else's what you see as success and you deem as your next goal is something that could just be chicken change to someone else it's mad it's actually mad but even on the the topic of Jeff and Elon, I don't know why I'm saying their names like I like I know them like that. With them too, I'm just there like how how have we got to the stage of we're not we <laughs> they are spending so much money to explore another realm, as I'm going to put it, another realm completely. But there's so much on earth that's problematic and still needs to be solved that's of monetary value. I'm not talking about things on earth where, you know, someone's a liar. You know, someone else can't fix you being a liar. I mean things like, I don't know, hunger, homelessness. But instead, those who are the richest of this world that we know of, there's a lot of rich people who are probably way up there that we don't even know their names because they're not wanting to be in the public eye at all but they're not really helping this world and I it makes me think like okay if an average person I just seem I deem myself now looking at the grand scheme of how people are rich rich in this world as average now um but if like an average person like myself now becomes rich overnight okay, maybe not overnight, over a few years of hard work and grinding, yada, 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 or having the silver spoon, everything's just happened that I'm, I'm rich, I'm born into that lifestyle as well. Um, does the average person become rich and then forget about helping others in that, to that extent? Is it when you're rich, your priorities shift completely? Because that's, that's the vibe I get anyway. That's what I see. And, yeah, at the same time, I don't think it's their right. I don't think it's their duty to to save the world. 
at the end of the day, they're human, just like us as well. And it can be made a comparison, like the average person, do you always, 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 always donate to charities? Do you always, always, always see someone on the road that could be struggling and help them out? Do you give them money? Do you come back with food? Do you come back with, I don't know, a blanket, come back with clothes? Honestly, I don't think the average person does that either. So it's sort of holding people accountable, but having to hold yourself accountable too. Because you can't expect the rich people to be, you know, putting all this money in when you yourself aren't putting even the two pence that you do have as your extra and helping someone else all the time. Because I'm sure the rich people... No, actually, I can't be saying I'm sure. But I'd like to think that the rich people are helping to some kind of extent. They are charitable to some kind of extent. I won't even talk about taxes because tax evasion for the rich rich? Mud. Mud, mud, mud. So, yeah, that's a different <laughs> different can of worms. Um, Yeah, I was just thinking anyway because... Yeah, it's just more and more I realised by meeting different people how different our lives are and my day-to-day hobbies or lack of hobbies (laughs) um, is so different and when they're talking about, oh, I did this, I did that and making it sound so extravagant and then when I realise what they're doing, I'm like, oh, just that. So then to me, it's not really anything but they make it sound bigger but to me, it's not that big of a deal but then something that I deem to be like, wow, I did this and I did that. They'll be like, huh? Really? (sighs) Yeah, just, we all see things so differently. And I feel like when you're, as you elevate in life, we start struggling for money again, which makes no sense, but it does all at the same time. Because let's say when when you're not so financially on a high ground um you'll be spending in short amounts small amounts and you'll be very 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 conscious of every single penny and you'll be saying like oh you know you're trying to make ends meet that sort of thing but even when you do get a bit more money you still find yourself trying to make ends meet to an extent because your your taste has somewhat (laughs) elevated who told us to elevate our taste who told you to go and start liking bigger brands who told you who told you to go there you could have actually been more more well endowed if (laughs) if you stuck to your own old spending habits with a you know occasional splurge um but you find yourself having to make ends meet once again even when you do elevate because our taste buds they just increase again um it's just funny how life is really funny to me and I'm I'm always watching these kind of things when I watch people from afar it may not even be people I know personally and they're just elevating and I'm just watching them how their taste buds just change I'm I'm currently I've been watching a lot of people from secondary school because I feel like we've reached that age where a lot of people are making big moves in like in relation to our age mates they're making big moves um, like what I would define as a big move, maybe I should really define big moves being, you know, buying a house or an apartment under your own name, like you buying a house or with a partner, getting married. I think that's a big move because marriage is, <laughs> isn't for everyone. It's not for anyone 
who, yeah, let me not get into that, but marriage isn't for everyone, as I can see. And I, I mean, I'm including those people who get married and start cheating. Like I said, marriage is not for everyone. <laughs> Don't get married if you plan on cheating. Um, and then people having kids, having babies, and changing jobs, getting on that, like, property ladder, all those kind of stuff. I, I feel I'm at that age where I'm seeing a lot of old secondary school mates <laughs> doing all of that um so it's just interesting to see how taste buds now have elevated because in the past we would be buying what just do it bags and thinking wow we're doing bits that was all the way in secondary school like early years like you're seven year eight so don't don't take me too seriously um but same time now I'm seeing these same people acquiring I don't know Louboutin lubes <laughs> as they say lubes <laughs> I don't have one clearly that's why I'm saying it like this but Louboutin heels they'll be getting I don't know Chanel bags I mean I've copped myself a YSL which so I'm I'm now slightly in this bracket but you get my point so we're now all getting big brand things more spending more and more money on what I define to be quite small things. And I know people always like to say like, oh, it's an investment. You know that Birkin bag phase? That whole investment thing? Why are people lying to themselves? The average person who buys a Birkin isn't really going to sell it to make money. I think they're just gonna keep it. Same with Rolex. You're just probably gonna pass it down your generation to someone else, or you're gonna die with it. You're you're not going to use it. I just, I don't, I don't believe that it's really an, a quote-unquote investment. No one really does that. Unless you're rich, rich. The average person that I'm seeing with Rolexes, they're not really planning on selling it in a few years. Come on, let's be real now. So that whole investment piece, let's dead that. It's not true. It's all vibes. It's not, it's just, it's literally all vibes. Um, yeah, but regardless i i enjoy i enjoy watching people elevate though and it's crazy because i just always remember from where we were before where we started and how we've gone now and seeing the different routes people are taking or choosing to take and it's, it's so amazing to see i love it i love watching people like that um and there's something else i saw <laughs> and i put this on my story on instagram <laughs> It was this girl, she was choosing between living a rich life but being very sad or living a poor life and being very happy and she chose my life, the life that I would choose out of the two options I mean, meaning I would choose <laughs> the rich life and being sad. <laughs> Watch me dancing on that private jet crying. <laughs> watch me oh gosh i'll be playing my neo songs i'll be playing everything and i'll just be sad in a private jet i'll be sad on an island i don't want to be happy in a i don't want to be happy in this in the ghetto i'll be honest no yeah <laughs> call me materialistic but i'd rather i'd literally rather cry on, a, on an island, a private island, while I'm sipping my strawberry daiquiri, frozen strawberry daiquiri, don't be giving me that iced one, or I'm into mojitos now, mm, I've elevated a little bit, um, yeah, I actually like mojitos now, not everyone, like a passion fruit, 
apple flavor all oh, the specific ones anyway i don't know why i'm getting into that um but yeah what would you rather do what would you prefer to be living <laughs> a rich life but being very sad or living a poor life and being very happy what would you prefer it's quite clear i've already said what i prefer so i'm curious what other people say and if you strongly disagree with me just at me and <laughs> to be honest it makes no difference but at me and i'll read it but (laughs) my mind's pretty made up (laughs) for now who knows maybe in a few years i'll change my mind i really really doubt it but who knows let's let's just go with it okay now to actually get to the the crux of this of this podcast i just wanted to talk for maybe 10 minutes on this anyway um it's love island love island so it's been getting so much better recently like hugo toby chloe cousin aaron on the side just tee hee hee um and who else who else yeah they're the ones who have been driving it oh let me not forget abigail because abigail brought in she brought in this this energy this mora or past tense mora energy we needed it we needed to inject it, as Murad Morali would say, because this Love Island was so dry, and we just kept on hearing Lucinda going, "Really? Oh my gosh, really?" Every time she says, "Really, take a shot," I'm I'm pretty sure you'll be drunk by the time you finish every single episode. She's ugh, her voice is so annoying. She's a she's a pretty girl. She's a good looking girl. Just her voice ah gets to me. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy Abigail came in with the flames. But okay, just before I talk about the Abigail thing, just, you know, touching upon the kissing challenge, snog, marry, avoid, was it that? Why were a lot of the guys kissing Kaz? I mean, it's giving fetish to me. Just a little bit. Because I would... Un- because, okay, there's so many different ways of looking at that kiss. They could say, on the one hand, the least likely person that they would fancy, which, I mean, I think is racist, but (laughs) let me just cover my eyes and not be too woke. I'm not a fan of that that idea, but yeah, it could be one of the reasons. Or it could be that she's just friends with a lot of them, so they don't feel a type of way. But, uh, or it could be like, you know, charity kisses. I don't know. Or, like, yeah, girls feeling, the other girls that they're with, feeling no threat by her, which I also think is racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> um, but to me, ultimately, is given fetish. Because you didn't need to kiss her that much. You could have done a, a cheeky one too. But it was full on, full on. Several seconds of snogation snoggington central it was really there um yes i don't know why they were doing all of that they were doing too much jake even jake oh boy that guy annoys me so yeah ah jake he hasn't even said actually you know what let me talk about this later i you can get the vibes i'm not a fan of jake anyway so that's that's that uh but yeah no i just it's given it's given extreme fetish to me with the whole kissing of cows and I, I just was not a fan of seeing that i tried to not be you know too too alert to 
to the common day of racism while I was watching that, but there was something just not sitting right with me and whatever. I like Kaz, she plays the game. Keep on playing, player. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the kiss. And now on to the whole Toby situation. Firstly, Hugo. Man like Hugo Hammond, yeah. Why was he doing the most when it was Chloe? When technically, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I don't think that Toby was really doing the most. I don't think he was really disrespecting Chloe to the to the extent that she was trying to make it out to be. Fam, he kissed Chloe and lied to Kaz before. To me, that is disrespect. And Chloe was doing kikiing when it was Kaz back then, and she was being an utter witch with a B. So I don't really know why she was acting all this hagga, and I don't know why Hugo was doing the most. Well, actually, I do know. Hugo clearly fancied her. And I knew this before even the last scene we saw of him trying to say, like, oh, you should be with the nice guy who's going to treat you right. Shut up. <laughs> I don't know why Hugo was ever given that whole nice guy credential since the start. It's only because no one fancied him. And it's always the people that people don't fancy that they like to say, oh, he's so nice, he's so polite, he's such a gentleman. Lies. We've seen it with Dr. Alex. We've seen it with Hugo again. We've seen it with other people in the past. They are not that nice. You just don't like them. And yeah, so Hugo was just doing the most. And it was clearly just so he could get Chloe. He just likes Chloe. Just, yeah, this is his own. <laughs> That's him grafting. And I'm with Toby when Toby was saying he can't even get girls. <laughs> God, he doesn't even get girls. <laughs> Toby, I swear, is he in year, year eight, year nine? He just talks like such a secondary school boy, like early years of secondary school. Because how, how, <laughs> how can he say, you're just a girl follower, a girl follower, dead, 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 banter banter i'm gonna use that new insult added to the insult diary <laughs> oh but i love abigail for bringing this energy into it because she actually didn't do much you know yes she was flirting but she didn't do that much she was just doing what love island is created for and coming to see if she likes someone and trying to see whether she likes him and he, technically he, hugo no toby hadn't even said that he liked her back he was just trying to see where things were going I get it to an extent for Chloe because, yeah, she thought things were going well for the last two weeks. But Chloe always tries to, yeah, bring out this whole immature, immature thing to to Toby. So I don't know why she thought it would ever work. Because every time they have an argument, she's always like, oh, you're so immature. Like, that's always her go-to. So I don't know how you can ever be with someone long-term when you're calling them immature every two seconds and they know they're younger than you and you just keep on lording that card over their heads. So yeah, that was never going to work. But what would be banter is if we go into Casa Amor and Abigail find someone else. I want Toby to feel it. Inject that energy. I want him to feel it. But knowing Toby, he was, he's going to find another girl again. <laughs> this guy's not ready for a relationship. He doesn't really know what he's doing. He always leaves conversations more confused than he was going into them. That's a skill. It's actually a talent. Because I'm not sure how he does it every single time he chats to another girl. 
and you know there's like this short man syndrome on love island which just it peeks through every now and then like i remember jake was very sensitive about his height when he started then you have toby asking what's his name tyler how tall are you <laughs> what's your height <laughs> can you imagine that's your man asking yeah that would definitely give me the ick i'm i'm finally enjoying love island i, I hope it keeps up the same pace i saw um what's her name there's a girl i saw on on the instagrams her name is juliet i think i think her name was juliet she's going to be one of the new bombshells or new girls on in casa Moore. oh that's her name clarice juliet juliet's her last name my bad yeah so she's gonna be there and she looks she looks like she could be you know shaking things up i just hope she doesn't come with shannon's energy because shannon was a good looking girl but I think she forgot she was coming on to Love Island because, yeah, her her personality in in the context of Love, Love Island was dry. She looks like a nice girl, but let's be honest, we're not just trying to watch nice people on Love Island. We're trying to watch energy. Unless with Liberty. Liberty's so sweet. And she's a nice girl, but I like her. She's like a nice, entertaining person. Shannon was nice, but not really entertaining. On to Liberty, though. My ideal winners would be Kaz and Liberty. If they could pair up and win, I'd be so happy. But clearly it's not going to work that way. So we're kind of screwed there. I do love Millie and Liam. I don't feel it would work out long term. I don't know why, but I just don't feel it would. Maybe it's his age. He's 21, right? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel it would. But aesthetically pleasing, I would say, for them too. When I see them on the screen, I'm like, yes. They look good together. They really look good together. Yeah, I need Lucinda to go. Aaron, he needs to go as well. I do like Aaron when I see him with Kaz and they're doing their little tee-hee-hee on the side. That's when I like him. Apart from that, nah, he needs to go. Teddy, I think Teddy is a sound guy. I like Teddy so far. He brings balance to Faye because Faye just loves... She loves it. You know when you see in the dictionary, loves it. You'll see Faye's face next to that. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. She loves to be in every single situation. And she loves to somehow bring the situation and make it about her. Fam, you weren't part of the initial discussion. Yet we've ended up with you being the forefront of it. It's mad. <laughs> That's a skill too. <laughs> Self-centered nation. Right. Uh, but with, with Jake though, I, yeah, he didn't even say, he keeps on making it out that, I mean, Liberty has finally now said that she's really falling for him, she loves him, yada, 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 which I don't know, I don't know if I can really fall in love with someone after just being on a show with them for a few weeks, to me that's a bit, it's a bit fast, I haven't met your family, I haven't met any of your friends, I haven't got to know you like that, like that. Like, I've only known you in the concept or in the setting of an island with other people I don't know. Yeah, nah. I don't know about that. But, to what's his name? Not Toby. Jake kept on, kept on just prodding for her to say I love you, but he doesn't even plan on saying it back, so I don't know why he was prodding so much. He's just done this whole relationship thing to be like Kem. Do you remember when Kem... Gave the same sort of bracelet thing to Amber a few years ago. See, Kem and Amber, I like them too. 
but I feel like Jake just knows he's on the show and he's just trying to do a lot because he, he feels he can actually win the money. So I feel when he goes into Casa Amor, if someone gives him attention, he will be stuck between between two rocks because he will want to move on from Liberty. He's always trying to find a way. It's just because none of the blondes who have come in have liked him. That's why he still stayed with her. Um, but he also might just play the game and come back to Liberty just to win the 50k. I think that could also be his his strategy. His strategy. So, yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Castle Moore's coming up this week, I heard. Boop, boop. Can't wait. Yeah, let's just hope that they keep the same energy. Because if we go backwards, forwards ever, backwards never, with this energy of Love Island... I don't need it to go backwards to its stale grounds. Oh, but I need to start watching... I couldn't be bothered to watch, you know, Love Island USA. Even though I said I would, I just couldn't be bothered in the end. But I want to watch Too Hot to Handle Brazil. I want to get on that. Only because it's on Netflix, so it's easy to find and watch. Love Island US, I'd have to find it. And yeah, it's a bit longer, man. But the one thing I like about Love Island US, or USA, which I've seen from from clips on Instagram again, is the fact that, have you seen that clip of the the guys showing the black girl how to put on a do-rag, like in the way that it won't get the line thing on her head? Why is it in the UK we're discussing, not we, you man there, are discussing Kaz's bonnet? And these these people, these next people are discussing and saying that it looks like a chef's hat. Fam. I don't know why in the UK we're like this. It's disgusting. Well, yeah, in the US it's just a norm. Ugh, let's get to the US's norm in terms of that. I don't want to be like the US because the US has its own problems. I, I, I don't want their problems. But the UK has a lot of problems as well. And that really annoyed me. I don't know why in particular black women were even getting on to her. If you don't want to wear a bonnet, don't wear your bonnet outside. Don't be telling someone else. Don't make it a topic for other people to now be discussing and then trying to tell black people, oh, you shouldn't wear a bonnet here and then make it some kind of a thing. You're making it a thing. Just let the girl sleep. She wasn't even trying to wear the bonnet out. She was in bed trying to sleep. Ugh, these people. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening once again. If you want to, you know, join in on a few things I've mentioned, use the hashtag loudedpodcast on Twitter. And yeah, I'll speak to y'all next week, Monday. All right, bye. Have a good week.